This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House passes ag labor bill. Paid sick leave passes. Water projects lose out on bond money. House passes ag labor bill in Democratic bid to win immigration reforms. The House has passed the Farm Workforce Modernization Act for the second time since the end of 2019. But the bill's supporters lost a bit of ground with Republicans yesterday, and the path through the Senate may be as difficult as ever, in part due to the surge of migrants at the border. Some 30 Republicans voted for the bill this time, compared to 34 in December 2019, that when Republicans held fewer House seats. The FWMA was one of a pair of immigration issues that the House voted on yesterday. The other would provide legal status to dreamers. What's next? Well, Senators Michael Bennett, a Colorado Democrat, and Mike Crapo, an Idaho Republican, they'll introduce the FWMA and the U.S. Senate. Senator Bob Menendez, a New Jersey de- Democrat who introduced President Biden's comprehensive immigration proposal last month, told reporters that the House bills could be a part of a larger reform package. He said, our goal is to see if we can come together with a series of Republicans to see how far we can go, which I would assume to be inclusive of the House bills, he told reporters. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Legislature passes COVID-19 paid sick leave. The Senate gave final approval of a bill to extend paid sick leave yesterday, advancing the measure to the governor. The Senate approved an amendment that narrows the number of businesses included under the regulation. A previous paid sick leave measure for COVID-19 included businesses with as few as five employees. That has been raised to 25 employees. Senator Maria Elena DeRosa of Los Angeles opposed the change, citing state employment data showing that about 90% of businesses have less than 20 employees, accounting for 4 million workers. What's the difference? Well, Cal OSHA passed an emergency standard in November that requires an employer to pay wages to employees exposed to COVID-19 and on sick leave. The Senate Bill 95 offers supplemental COVID-19 paid sick leave that is reimbursed through payroll tax credits. Climate resilience bond to exclude conveyance. A $5.5 billion bond proposal aimed at funding projects to build wildfire and climate resilience through the state is making progress in the legislature for a third year in a row. The bill offers $190 million for protecting ag lands from climate risks. Of that, $45 million would support multi-benefit projects that improve groundwater management, surface water use efficiency, and drought tolerance. Another $200 million would go toward other groundwater projects. At a committee hearing this week, Senator Susan Eggman of Stockton pointed out that past bonds have specifically excluded the construction of conveyance projects, adding that the water agencies that benefit should bear the cost. One of the bill's authors agreed and said he would soon introduce language to the bill prohibiting funding for conveyance. The Association of California Water Agencies, however, pushed for $500 million of the bond money to go toward conveyance projects, consistent with Governor Newsom's bond proposal in his January 2020 budget 
ACWA believes significant funding should be made available for regional and interregional water management projects, the agency wrote in a letter to the committee. ACWA also calls for at least doubling the funding for groundwater projects. Vilsack and Regan headline AgriPulse Summit. You won't want to miss the 2021 AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. It kicks off Monday with a keynote address from Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. During the online summit, which will feature three half-day sessions, we'll hear from some of the industry's top minds as they discuss climate risks, rewards, and uncertainties. You can register right now at agripulse.com. Holland and Thai take office. Deb Holland was sworn in as Interior Secretary yesterday, followed later in the day by U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. Meanwhile, the Senate voted 68 to 30 to advance the nomination of Boston Mayor Marty Walsh to be Secretary of Labor. As Secretary, Walsh would be in charge of regulating worker pay and safety as well as administering the H-2A program. Bronau hearing could happen in April. A hearing for Deputy Ag Secretary nominee Jewel Bronau could come as early as April after the upcoming Easter recess. The Senate Agriculture Committee's top Republican, John Bozeman, says he's willing to get the hearing done as soon as possible. I would assume that we could get it done by then. There's no reason not to go forward, Bozeman told AgriPulse. Dozens of food and ag groups support Bronau's nomination. She currently serves as Virginia Ag Commissioner and would be the first woman of color to hold the number two spot at USDA. Meanwhile, the House Ag Committee is scheduled a hearing next week on black farmers. This comes amid complaints by committee Republicans that Democrats rushed into law a $4 billion debt relief program for minority farmers without studying the issue. Here's today's She Said It. Any of us who have visited farm workers in the fields, and some of our members have been farm workers themselves or children of farmers, know that the environment, the heat, the chemicals, the rest are challenging. That House Speaker Nancy Pelosi arguing for passage of the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 19th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.